Hello, this is Baby Boomer Tales. My name's Jim. I'll be with you for the next little while. You can find us at babyboomertales.com. There are links to where you can hear our podcast, including YouTube, where you can access our podcast and read it with closed captioning. It is a great tool for someone you may know that's hearing impaired. I'm glad you're here today. Let's get started with this. I am three and a half years older than my sibling that's the next oldest in our family. I remember when my brother closest to me in age was born somewhere in the San Diego area. Our neighbors, Mabel and Valley, took me to the hospital and I remember them pointing up to several floors up in the hospital and saying, your mama's up there with your baby brother. We were sitting in the parking lot. My next remembrance is mom having John home. And I was looking at him and he was sitting there eating. Three and a half years is quite a bit. You were three and a half and you know what's going on a little bit. But when you get to be five and you're going to school, your brother is only one and a half. He's just a toddler, and he doesn't really know much of what's going on at all. Most of my childhood, I always felt like I was so much older than my brothers and my sister. John was the closest in age to me, and so we did a lot of stuff when we were little. When I was eight, he was four and a half, and this is probably where I remember doing stuff with him. We would go over into the vacant field just west of our house, and it was just gravel and rocks, but there was a big cliff that probably went down 10, 12 feet, and we would tie towels around our neck and try to jump off of that sucker and fly and we'd roll down the rocks and we tried to parachute down it get a sheet and kind of hold all four corners and jump off and roll down kind of get hurt we'd play and play over there the thunders start rolling in from our afternoon thunderstorms we had so often up there in the mountains in Colorado I'd tell him the thunder was going to get him, and he'd get all scared and go running home crying, the thunder's coming, the thunder's coming. Neither one of us really understood that thunder would never get you, but lightning could. I was a mean big brother, I know I was. I would take granddaddy long legs and pull leg off one and throw the leg on him. He'd squeal and scream. Well, as John got a little older... He was a very, very strong little boy. He was just stout as could be, where I was a string bean, tall and skinny. Well, John wasn't short for his age, but he was very put together like a bunch of bricks. Very strong, and we'd wrestle and hit each other and taunt each other and play football and all that stuff together where he matched me for strength. One to one, and I wasn't a weak little kid, it was just that he was that strong. One time when John was probably about eight or nine years old, which put me about 11, 12, somewhere in there, I remember in our dining room, the whole living room, dining room area, when Dad built that house, 
had hardwood floors on it and the way we would uh mom would wax those and clean those hardwood floors and she'd employ us kids to wear these big wool socks and kind of glide around and skate around on the floor to shine it up but it was always a bunch of work and eventually mom wanted that whole thing carpeted and got it carpeted but i believe this was before we got the carpet our dining room table, we hardly ever sat at it. We always sat at a little table in the kitchen. It was one of those chrome dinette type deals where there's a leaf on each side of the table and you pull the leaf up and set it with a little deal underneath. And so then that table became large enough to feed the family. But we had a fancier table out in the dining room and for some reason we were getting ready to eat or something John had. I remember he had a big glass of orange juice and he went to sit down at the table. I believe we must have been getting ready to eat dinner. And I don't know whatever compelled me, just probably John and my never-ending taunting and bothering and playing rough with each other. He was sitting down. I can remember this like it's yesterday. Him coming and this orange juice is a big glass and he had it totally full. Sitting down holding it with one hand and I pulled that chair out from under him. And I think he hit his chin on the table going down. But I'm not positive of that. But I do remember that orange juice going everywhere. And the next thing I know, my dad whipped his belt off and swung it at me with the buckle end. And I remember my mom yelling, Donald, don't you'll hurt the boy. Now my dad didn't beat us. I think I've got a couple spankings in my life with a belt from him. And he was always under control and talked about it and did his deed. And I cried and tried to buck up as well as I could. Well, this wasn't that. He started chasing me around the table and my mom's yelling, Donald, don't hurt him, don't hurt him. And I'm weaving in and John tries to catch me and I run past him. My mom tries to catch me and I probably knock her aside a little. And, and I'm freaked out for my life. I knew the end was there and I was doing everything I could to not have that happen. Well, he chased me around the table a couple times. And then I broke free and I went out the front door. And he was right behind me with that belt. And off we ran to the east. We ran a, over a block down the road. In those days, there were a couple houses up there on the hill. I ran all the way to Jay and Toots' house. And Dad was catching up with me. And he just about to catch me. And all of a sudden, I put on the brakes, turned around, and ran right past him. Right past him. I could hear my mother yelling, Jim! Jim, stop! You're going to give your dad a heart attack! Please stop, Jim! And I was running, and he was running, and I was running towards the house. Well, I was pooping out, and I know he was pooping out, but he couldn't catch me. I was fast. I was a fast tinker man, especially the fear of the adrenaline of fear overtaking me and not wanting to get a spanking and knowing it wouldn't be like a regular spanking anyway. Well, I got back close to the house and I started kind of talking to him as I was running saying, let's talk about this. Let's negotiate this. Come on, let's be reasonable. And my mom got involved then and, 
And somehow we all stopped. We all stopped, went into the house, talked about it. John was okay. Dad was okay. He didn't have a heart attack. Mom was okay, freaking out, thinking her family had just gone nuts, self-destructing in front of her very eyes. And I was okay because I just barely got grazed by that belt buckle. And that was the only injury I had. And yeah, it was nothing. Well, we talked about it and I received my punishment, whatever that was. Whatever that punishment was, was not as bad as getting beat with a belt buckle. Now, I know my dad wouldn't have. He might have hit me one time with that and then come to his senses. I had never seen my dad lose control before. Never saw him lose control after. But I pushed him to the point right then, right there. All I was trying to do was be funny. All I was trying to do was have a good laugh at the expense of my brother. My brother and I had fights over the years. I talked about us watching big time wrestling and then wrestling. He could always whoop his butt unless you made him cry. And then he could probably kill you and not even realize it until you're dead. I always knew not to make him cry if at all possible. But we had some great fights. One time though, one time I made him so angry. Mom was not home. And I had a friend over and I'm sure we were teasing him. Did something and he lost it. He lost it. He took a baseball bat to me. My friend and I ran into the bathroom there in the basement. I don't know if we were still living in the basement and locked the door and John proceeded to beat that door almost to pieces. That house was built pretty well. It did not have hollow core doors. It had solid doors. And he beat it with that baseball bat until I think he wore out. I didn't come out till I realized I was no longer in danger. I don't know if John would have hit me with that bat or not, but I wasn't going to take a chance. I don't know how my mother ever put up with us and our fighting. Very seldom we really took it to each other inside, but that was one example of when it happened. But not to be outdone, one time at what we called the ranch, there's a house we owned outside of town that my dad got for a good deal and then turned around and sold it a few years later. It's a beautiful big house overlooking the Colorado River. And we spent summers and Christmases there for a few years. Well, there again, I had a friend over, and I'm sure I was taunting my brother. Anyway, something happened, and John made me very angry. I don't know what it was. He must have pushed a button that I didn't even realize I had. And if memory serves me right, my friend was in cahoots with my brother on this one, and they locked themselves in the outhouse there. Now, that outhouse hadn't been used in a very long time, but it, the structure is still there. Is good repair. It was part of the charm of the place. Well, I couldn't get to them. They were locked in the outhouse, so I took a bale of barbed wire. I don't know how much that sucker weighed. I bet it weighed 40 pounds, maybe more. And I swung it around a couple times and threw it right through that door. It totally disintegrated the door, and I was able to get to them. Well, the problem with getting to them is once I saw that door crumbling about 40 pieces, I realized my life could be over anyway once Dad got home. So I'm sure the three of us made up some kind of lame story that surely didn't fly. 
how Dad's outhouse door was smashed to smithereens. Brother John was quite a guy. I wasn't the only one that made the mistake of making him cry. I remember one time some kid was bullying him. And you have to understand that my brother had the kindest heart and the best disposition of probably anyone I ever knew. He was so easygoing and just wanted to get along and agreeable and all that. Well, this one kid, and he was friends of ours, but for some reason, I think he was pestering John about John not wanting to play football. John would rather ride a horse than throw a ball. Looking back, I don't blame him. But he picked on him and picked on him and picked on him. And since the kid was John's age, I just stayed out of it. I didn't intervene or anything. Before I knew it, he made John cry. Well, you don't want to do that. John got him in a bear hug and squeezed him so hard and so long I had to beat John off of him. Kid fell down. I think he passed out. Finally came to and ran home crying, never to come back for a very long time. There's another instance, and I wasn't there, but all these people came and told me the story. This one kid, I think he was a year or two older than John. Somehow they got in a tussle, and this kid kept hitting John and hitting John. And John just kept coming at him, just walking, walking at him, absorbing the blows. And next thing you know, a blow must have hurt him bad, made him cry. John got a hold of this kid, squeezed him so hard he threw up. That kid never picked on Brother John ever again. Now, I don't tell you all this story just to tell you how strong Brother John was or glorify things I'm not proud of. I'm telling you these stories because I need to hear them. I love my Brother John so much. He's a good guy, works hard, been married to his sweetheart, his sweetheart since he was 16. Now they've been married, I don't know. It has to be pushing 46 years, something like that. He's got a bunch of grandkids. He has a good life. In a lot of ways, he's my hero. When I went through all the terrible junk I went through, I used to think about my brother and really admire him, that he could stay out of all that. Just kept his nose to the grindstone and did what was right. Do you remember that song by Jimmy Dean, Big John? He's working on a mine, the mine caved in, and the guy picked up all those timbers, and everyone was rescued except John. He gave his life for those guys. Well, that song is my brother in a nutshell. Be kind every chance you get. I'll be back next Wednesday.